I'm going to tell you how the Indiana Hoosiers can break the 23-year losing streak at Wisconsin. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is the Lockdown Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Lockdown Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, which is your team every day. If you're new here, if you've been here for a while, no matter what the case is, drop us a subscription, would you not? It's free, helps us out, helps you out as well. You can like the video if you're on YouTube, subscribe to us there, or if you're on any of your audio platforms, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first ticket purchase. I'm going to tell you today why I think the Indiana Hoosiers and how the Indiana Hoosiers can break the 23-year losing streak at the University of Wisconsin. Indiana on the road in Madison, taking on the Badgers tonight in college basketball. And this is a game where when we saw it on the schedule originally, right, we're like, oh boy, here we go, back at Wisconsin, right? A place that Indiana just hasn't won in 19 tries, 23 years, Indiana has not won here. But I think the Hoosiers can do it. Now, it's going to take a lot, right? It's going to take a lot for a couple of reasons. One, the main reason, Wisconsin's playing a lot better basketball than Indiana is right now, and the Hoosiers just haven't given their best effort as of late. So how are they going to do it? Well, here's the good news, right? Wisconsin there for a while had gotten on a roll. Their last loss before the Penn State loss, right? Their last loss was against number one, Arizona. They had since beaten up on two non-conference teams and had started four and one in conference, or four and oh in conference play, five and oh in conference play because they played Michigan State earlier in the year. That included Michigan State, Iowa, Nebraska, Ohio State, and Northwestern, teams that they had all beaten, but they didn't just destroy those teams. Nebraska was the biggest win, uh, winning that one by uh, 16 points. Then they go on the road, and they lose to Penn State. What have we talked about? We talked about it with Andy Patton from Locked On College Basketball yesterday. Ranked teams on the road in conference play, they've gone on the road to die. That's just how college basketball has happened and really played out so far this year. And that's what happened to this Wisconsin team. Now, a lot of people would say, hey, Penn State probably gave you the formula on how to beat this Wisconsin team. Take whatever Penn State did and just implement it on our team. Implement it into our game plan, and we have a good chance to beat the Badgers. Right? Eh, Not so much. Because you look at what happened here in this game, I mean – Wisconsin had every chance to win it, and I watched this game, okay? I watched most of this game. Wisconsin shot 48% from the field, 44% from behind the arc, 87% from the free throw line. They made more free throws than Penn State did. They out-rebounded the Nittany Lions by 11, had four more assists. Here's the number that gets them, though. They had 13 turnovers on the road compared to just six 
against Penn State, right? Points in the paint, Wisconsin won. Fouls didn't have as many. And Wisconsin just could never get the lead, right? The Penn State had leads for most of the time. The Badgers' biggest lead was two in that game, and they just could never pull away. They could never get the lead and pull away from Penn State. But you look at that, those are the team numbers. Look at the stats for the individual players for Wisconsin. Again, they shot 48% from the floor. They had four of their five starters go in double digits, plus another one off the bench with Blackwell. The guards go for 14. So they should have won this game. They very easily could have won this game. Penn State just made more shots when it mattered. And that's a crappy way to go into a game and a crappy mindset to say, hey, if we make more shots, we got a good chance to win. Yeah, duh, right? So I don't know how much Penn State really gave you in terms of a uh, a film, right? A scheme, a strategy, some assistance here. I, I just don't think they gave you a whole lot when it comes to how to beat this Wisconsin team. But you look at this Wisconsin team, all right? You start looking at them overall this season. They shoot 47% from the floor, 77% from the free throw line, and 35% from downtown. They're not a great three-point shooting team. They're a really good free throw shooting team. So that's something I think Indiana has to do here. Your bigs cannot get in foul trouble like they did a few nights ago against Purdue. If you get in foul trouble, Khalil Ware, Malik Renu, McKenzie, and Baco, Indiana's going to lose. And it's just plain and simple. They cannot be on the bench with foul trouble because Wisconsin can make free throws and they'll take advantage of those big-time defenders and those big-time offensive guys being on the bench, right? Indiana can't do that in this game. And you start looking at, well, who scores the basketball for this Wisconsin team? Well, there's about eight, about six guys that can really score, right? And you start looking at A.J. Storr, the guard. You look at Tyler Wall, the forward, Crowell, the forward, um, Klesman, Blackwell, he's off the bench, and Hepburn as a starter didn't score any in that Penn State game. They have six guys that score and play legitimate minutes here. Indiana's got to pick their poison, I think. I think you have to try and stop A.J. Storr, and, and maybe that's a Trey Galloway guard, right? Maybe that's a Trey Galloway defensive assignment. I think he's sort of held his own. He has the height to do it. We talk about that all the time. I think that's got to be a defensive strategy for him. And then it's two big guys down low. Hopefully, between the three that Indiana has, they can hold their own. This is not a Zach Eady, okay? This is not a Hunter Dickinson. That's not, they don't have player of the year type caliber here. Wisconsin's good. They're very good, but they're not just unbeatable. And while the streak may not be great, while Indiana may not have won in Madison since the year 2000 when Coach Knight did it, rest in peace, Bob Knight, you cannot go into this game thinking about that and worrying about that and even worrying about what happened against Purdue the other night. Each game has to be individualistic here. The Hoosiers have to play their best game to win. I believe that. I firmly believe that the Hoosiers have to play their best game of the year to win this thing tonight. Because if they don't, they're going to get run out of the gym, okay? That's what has to happen. More keys are coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers. Plus, later on in the show, we'll talk a little football as well. We got some good quotes and information from new head coach, Kurt Signetti. All that's coming up here on today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. 
Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by FanDuel. As the NFL regular season has wrapped up, the playoffs are here. There is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Playoffs are this weekend. Better get signed up games Saturday and on Sunday, so make sure you're getting involved with FanDuel. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Just a $5 bet, win or lose, doesn't matter. You're, they're going to give you 150 bucks in bonus bets. The app is easy to use. You can find bets in the new Explore tab, build parlays in the Parlay Hub. You can also build live same-game parlays and much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Welcome back into Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Be sure you subscribe on the YouTube channel, like the video, follow us on X as well. You can just search at Locked on Hoosiers and you'll find us on X as well. Want to remind you, make sure you're checking out Locked on Sports today on YouTube. If you have not subscribed to them, they would appreciate it. You can follow them for 24-7 coverage from all sports, all angles, all teams, from all of our Locked On experts and our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I appreciate you being here and making this your go-to spot for all things Indiana athletics. Let's get to some keys to the game for tonight's matchup as Indiana or Indiana takes on Wisconsin, traveling to Wisconsin. I wish we were hosting, but we're actually going to Wisconsin. And when you look at these teams individually, right, Wisconsin's going to be favored. They should be favored. Indiana uh, has a 8.7% chance to win, according to ESPN. That gives Wisconsin over a 91% chance to win the basketball game. And you start looking at some early lines, and it's right at Wisconsin at double digits. 10 or 11 points, depending on where you look. I think that's probably a pretty good line, given what we saw just a few nights ago from this Indiana team, the history we've seen here, the performances we've seen from Indiana on the road this season just hasn't been all that great, right? You lost at Nebraska. You lost at Rutgers. I keep saying it, the win at Michigan just continues to get worse. And you weren't able to do anything against Purdue on your home floor. So how do you bounce back? And that's one of my biggest keys to the game here. I think we are going to know after this game tonight, where we are and what this team is. How are we going to respond after this game against Purdue? Because you got run out of your own gym at Assembly Hall. Let's just call it like it is, right? How do we respond? Do we get any better? Do we learn anything from this? Do we come out motivated, excited, ready to play on the road, ready to end that streak? Or do we come out flat, not giving a crap, and just come out and get blown out and beat by a better team? We're going to find out. And guess who I put that on? Head coach Mike Woodson. I've said it before on this show, and I will say it again. That is on the head coach. That is on the coaching staff. If this team is not motivated, not prepared, doesn't have a game plan, doesn't execute that game plan, that is on you, the head coach. Execution may be a little bit more on players, but preparation, excitement, motivation, energy, that's on you, the head coach, man. So Indiana's got to come out and have that in this game. And what else they have to have, I talked about a lot of defensive things for the Hoosiers trying to stop the Badgers who can score when they want to. 
Indiana's got to get some production from their starters. And I'm, I've been preaching for the bench to do something. I just don't think we're ever going to get it. I mean, C.J. Gunn and, and, and Peyton Sparks, right, and Anthony Walker, they're there. They've got potential, but gosh, they're just not doing what we need them to do. You're going to have your starters have to play most of the game and score most of your points. And I think, too, I think Indiana with this Wisconsin team, I think we want to try and keep this as low-scoring defensive as possible because look at some of the last results for this Wisconsin team, right? 80 points, 83, 88, 71, 71, and 83. So sometimes they do and sometimes they don't, but Wisconsin defensively, 63, 60, 72, 72, 53, 60. Like, they're a really good defensive team. They don't give up a lot of shots. They don't let up a lot of points. And they also just don't foul a ton, right? So Indiana's going to have to work for their shots, get good looks, and flat out knock them down. Also, getting to the free throw line and making your free throws. Gosh, you've got to make them. You're on the road. You have to take every point that you can get. And if the Hoosiers are going to go 50% from the free throw line, get on the bus, get on the plane, and go back to Bloomington. Doesn't matter. You're going to lose if you shoot 50% from the free throw line. Got to take care of the basketball. That's another huge takeaway and key to this game. The reason Penn State was in the ball game, the reason Penn State was able to hold on and beat Wisconsin They didn't turn it over. Six total turnovers, that's really good. And we've seen this Indiana team do it. They had four turnovers in a game this year. If they take care of the basketball and value their possessions and work for good shots and make those shots, the Hoosiers have a chance to win. But if we go on the road to Madison, they're at the Cole Center, right, and turn it over 15, 20 times, same thing. Get on the bus head to the airport, and let's fly back to Bloomington and take a week off because you're not going to win if you turn it over that much. But I think the Hoosiers are okay playing a low-scoring, more defensive-ish game, a slug-it-out type of thing because Indiana's not used to scoring in the 80s on average against good Big Ten teams. Let's just be real. So, sure, let's play in the 60s. Let's play in the low 70s, and let's see who comes up with a bigger stop. Now, as of... As of uh, this moment, I would say it is Wisconsin, obviously, uh, because of how they're playing compared to how Indiana is playing. But, uh, I mean, the Hoosiers can't get in a running gun. Let's see who can get to 90 first. That's just – this Hoosiers team doesn't have that in them against a good team like Wisconsin. And they don't give up 90 points, does the Badgers. So, I think if you could do all of those things, I think Khalil Ware, it's about time for him to have another big day. I think it's time for him to have another big day because when you start to look at when you start to look at his numbers over the last few games, I mean, I feel like he's just due, is he not? I think he's he's got a chance to really have a good game here. He's got to stay on the floor, stay out of foul trouble, does the seven footer. And you look at his game logs, right? Five points, 17, 13, eight, and 20. He could be a 20 to 25 point score a night. Now, some would say, does he have to with the recent emergence of McKenzie and Baco? And I think that's a fair point. Absolutely. That's a very fair point. But are we really going to put all of our trust on the freshman to give us a big significant points and minutes on the road at Wisconsin? Or would you rather rely on Khalil Ware, who's played a couple of years of college basketball? You tell me. 
I think it goes on to uh, Malik Renu as well. And then the ultimate factor, the ultimate key as we wrap up this segment, what kind of guard play are you going to get? And you heard the sigh from me right there. What kind of guard play are we going to get? Because are we going to get 15 to 20 point Xavier Johnson, who assists the ball a lot, passes the ball a lot, orchestrates the offense and, and makes the team better? Are we going to get the Trey Galloway that shows up in big games and drops 15 to 20 points, is knocking in some threes, playing hustle, getting on the floor, going after loose balls? Or are we going to see the Xavier Johnson who is undisciplined, unmotivated, selfish, bratty at times, the Trey Galloway that just disappears in the middle of games and just doesn't show back up, right? Who, if he didn't step on the floor and actually check into the ball game half the time, you wouldn't even know he's there. What guard play are we going to get? Because one is going to win you games and can win you big games in this season. The other is going to have you losing every time you step on the floor. And I think that is one of the biggest, strangest things I've ever seen with this basketball team. And with basketball in a long time, it's just the wishy-washiness of the guards here. The Hoosiers have to go get some. And we got guys coming in in the future doesn't help us right now for this 2024 season but I think that's my final key to the game if you get elite guard play good guard play you're going to be okay but if you get crappy guard play Wisconsin's going to run you out of their gym there in Madison well coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers our final segment we'll talk a little football as we got some updates from head coach Kurt Signetti kind of looking ahead to the spring what to expect I'll give you some of my thoughts on that as well all that coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by Game Time. Look, you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets at your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Some of my favorite parts about the Game Time app, last-minute tickets, flash deals, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event, so it doesn't matter what you're looking for. Game Time has got you covered. And the views from your seats. Folks, I cannot express this enough, how important this is to me. You get on there, you can see every seat, all the views, and they're all-in prices, let you know exactly what you're paying for, no matter what, no hidden fees. They tell you what you're going to pay for before you hit the buy button. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase, with the view from your seat. You know exactly where you're going to be and what you can see. All in prices show your total upfront and buy tickets in literally just two taps. You can knock it out in seconds. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Final segment here on Lockdown Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. I'm your man, Jacob Goetz. Thank you so much for being here on this Friday preview episode edition of Locked on Hoosiers. Indiana on the road at Wisconsin. We talked a lot about how the Hoosiers can break the streak, but I want to switch gears here in this final segment and talk a little football for just a few minutes. Haven't done that in a little bit as we got some updates from new head coach Kurt Signetti. And 
He was talking about how uh, spring practice is coming up. How spring practice is going to be starting after spring break, so right in the middle of March, and how he wants to maximize every second and really work out some of the weaknesses in this program, make this team a little tougher, is what head coach Kurt Signetti is saying. And, you know, when you look at a new head coach when they come in, right, you've got a lot of things to do, man. You've got a lot of changes to make. You've had a lot of hires to make. You've had a lot of roster recovery you've had to do, right, with guys leaving. You're trying to bring guys in. You're trying to help out on the recruiting trail. Like, there are so many things that a new head coach at a college football program have to do. And as far as I can tell, it seems like Kurt Signetti and his staff are doing a really good job. And they keep bringing guys in. Now, what he did say that I think is really, really important for us fans to understand here is the start of spring. And I think a lot of the spring window, this football team's not going to be 100% healthy. A lot of guys had off-season surgery. Quite a bit of those guys from James Madison had off-season surgery. I think the uh, position he highlighted was the defensive line, uh, saying that, yeah, we're going to be a little weak there. And so keep that in mind when the spring rolls around and we're on here talking about this team and what we're seeing, what we're hearing, all that type of stuff. You got to keep that in mind that this is just not going to be a fully healthy team in the spring. Now, They'll have the summer to get fully healthy. And then, of course, when fall practice rolls around. But the things that I think Kurt Signetti is wanting to do is, you know, he just wants to improve every day is the quote that he said. He says, improve every day. It's a process. He says, we're process oriented. Be where your feet are, focused, positive energy. He says, get the information from the meeting, maximize the meeting, maximize every rep, one rep at a time. Get in that habit of playing one play at a time in spring ball and fall camp. There's a full interview uh, that you can find online. And I just think you have to do that if you're Kurt Signetti because you're coming into a broken program. Can we just be honest here? He's taken over a broken program at Indiana that's been in a downward spiral for a long, long time when the last couple of head coaches have been here. And Tom Allen didn't leave it at a great spot. and I think some of those standards and narratives that have been set in for so long, you have to come in and break those. And that's not easy to do. And not that there's a lot, a lot of returning players on this roster, but there's a quite a bit. And it's not just about the players on the roster. It's about the people in the building, the people around the program, the people that are donating into the program, the people like us that support the program. All of those have those minds and those mindsets and those thought processes have to be changed of all of those people that I just talked about, which is why I think Kurt Signetti has brought in his own guys, right? A lot of his own coaches. He's starting to bring in a lot of his James Madison players, which I think will help because they understand his coaching style, his strategy, his game plan, his habits, right? The way he runs a program day in and day out. That's going to benefit Indiana, not just Signetti, not just the players. It's going to benefit the Indiana football program. And so that should excite you. That should excite us. We're two months away from spring practice. Can you believe we're already going to be talking college football again? And we may be talking a lot of it if the Indiana basketball team doesn't get it together and doesn't make the NCAA tournament. I hope they do. Gosh, I hope they do. But. With spring practice being two months away, 
So many questions have to be answered. So many position battles are up for grabs. I would say most of them are, right? I think most of them are up for grabs on this Indiana team. And what changes are made? How does the attitude change? How does the outlook on this program change over the next couple of months as we get into spring practice? Then we'll have the spring game. Then we'll have summer. Then we'll have fall practice. And before you know it, Late August, early September is going to be here, folks, and we're going to be talking about the Indiana football season. Isn't that wild? I'm excited, though. I love college football. College basketball reigns supreme here, of course, but lots of good things that I'm hearing uh, about this um, about this Indiana football team. So keep an eye on that. We'll continue to talk about Indiana football as we get more updates, as we get towards the spring, and as spring practice begins, we'll have all that for you right here on Locked on Hoosiers. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Thank you so much for being here. Subscribe on the YouTube channel if you have not already. Like the video too. That helps us out a lot. Just gets the message out, shares us, allows the uh, all the algorithm to help us out there. If you're on any of your audio podcasting platforms, we're free and available there, so be sure you subscribe. Turn on notifications. Coming up late tonight. YouTube video will drop for the reaction of Indiana and Wisconsin. Audio will drop first thing tomorrow morning. So keep that in mind. You'll have a nice bonus episode to listen to over the weekend, and then we'll be back on Monday. And here's what's important, too. Indiana basketball is off for a week after this Wisconsin team. So we'll have some fun content and different topics for you here on the show to fill up next week and have uh, some entertainment for you. So New episode tonight, reaction for Indiana and Wisconsin. And until then, Hoosier fans, stay safe, and I'll talk to you later.